0: to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. Okay, before we jump into this interview, I want to invite you to be considered for my 2019 Traveling Mastermind. So go to workhardplayhardmastermind.com and fill out the application and we'll jump on a call to see if you're a great fit. This year, we'll be in Boston doing lots of cool things like training with Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero. In the middle of the year, we'll be heading to Monaco doing things like vintage car rides through the French Riviera. And then we're going to wrap the year in Florence, Italy, doing things like truffle hunting and hot air ballooning over Florence. Look, Life is all about fulfillment and I really try and walk the walk. So if you are looking to be part of our tribe of 28 high achieving entrepreneurs that are in the six and seven figure range, fill out your application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com to be considered. So think of the mastermind as having two parts. The first is the trip itself. And the second part is what goes on over the four days within the mastermind. Our group of 28 entrepreneurs will help you brainstorm and accelerate what you want to achieve in 2019. And we'll do that through a variety of different exercises, brainstorming activities, breakout sessions, goal setting sessions, you know the drill. So go to workhardplayhardmastermind.com, fill out an application, and we'll jump on a call to see if you're a fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, you let our four-year-old shove a piece of cake in my face, Murgatroyd, (laughs) yesterday. First of all, why did you do that?
1: Well, we had the birthday cake shake drop this week and, you know, I gotta get creative and there's always a good reason to shove a piece of cake in your face.
0: Well, it was a good thing it wasn't like caramel latte that right. was that was coming out Right,
1: it could be worse it could be worse but thank you for being a good sport and you know sophia spielberg enjoyed it and you know this is her new thing right she likes to make movies so well if, oblige
0: if this is a personal question then forgive me but have you ever been caked before is I, mean, I don't like, want to pry
1: is that like netflix and did, chill
0: did you did you do it in college
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: -hmm. I
1: don't even know what that means. I don't even know where to go with that.
0: You don't even know what to do. Maybe I'm
1: too old to even know what that means.
0: Netflix and chill or being caked?
1: Being caked.
0: I don't actually know what it means, but I'm wondering what's going on in your head about what it actually means.
1: Yeah, me too. Well,
0: if anybody knows out there what being caked means other than being caked, let me know. Steve Ioki. Oh, love that guy! So, what are we talking about today? Happy Friday to you!
1: Happy Friday! Well, we are talking about you know how you have all those voices in your head.
0: Uh, do, you, <laughs> do you want me to identify with the fact that I'm mentally uh, unstable, or what, no. do, what, are look, what? are you looking? What are you looking for? Look,
1: so, some of us may have more voices than others, but. We all have multiple voices in our head, and today we're going to talk about mastering those little voices.
0: You're old. You're old. Shut up. You shut up. What? What did you say? <laughs>
1: oh boy. Sorry.
0: His I'm sorry. Three rings shut start. up. Stop it. <laughs> Stop talking. I love you. I hate you. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. You are ex-
0: looking really good. Why are you so fat?
1: <laughs> oh my god. You. This is exactly what we were talking about. Keep going. You're tall. Hold on. You're, let me get the popcorn.
0: You are so tall. Why are you so freaking short? Sorry, go ahead.
1: Okay. By the way, guys, this is what I live with on the daily. So, you know, I after your mastermind, I put in place something that I actually learned at your mastermind. So Mm. thank you for allowing me to attend. (laughs) Uh, But the morning that we did the put more things in your life, less things you don't, little masterminding exercise.
0: Yeah, let me set that up for the people that were not in my mastermind, which is basically everybody in the world, but 20 people. <laughs> um, so what we did was we do a bit of masterminding in the, uh, in the weekend. And I was working with, uh, with Chris Harder to come up with some ideas for things that we thought would be good. And he said, how about this? How about we run people through a... Uh, a visualization. And in the visualization, we're gonna take them through every single day of the week. And we'll start with Sunday and we'll, you know, what's morning look like, afternoon look like, evening look like. And he did a beautiful job. Of, and he
1: did all seven days.
0: And he did all seven days. By the time he got to <laughs> Thursday, he was like, and you're thinking right now, is, is he, he gonna really going? <laughs> gonna do this for Friday? Because I've heard, but what it, okay. So then that was the exercise, right? You have to you have to think about the week. And then you open your eyes and you write down the, the top 15 things that you thought about during that week. And then you rate them on a scale of one to five. Five is it gives me life. No, one is it gives me life. Five is, I'd rather, is it five gives me life? I don't life? know, i don't know. One, on, on one end of the scale, it was it gives me life. On the other end of the scale, it gives me no life. And you had to circle the ones that gave you no life at all, break into a group of four and talk about ways that you can mitigate the things that you have going on in your life that are giving you no life.
1: So like we used to say, do more things you love and less things you don't.
0: Yeah, right. yeah, that's so a perfect way of putting it. Basically,
1: he figured out, helped us figure out what are the things we don't love and what are the things we want to do more of. Right. By, so, by putting
0: you in states, uh, going through the the uh, the minutiae of, yeah. of your day.
1: So I was sitting with Lori Harder and a couple other amazing people. And Lori said, You know, I love doing this exercise. It helps me weed out the things I don't want, but I'd love to do it where. I can add in the things I do want to make space for in my life. And, you know, we start talking about that. And one of the things for me was reading. I would like to read more. And it, I don't know why this is so hard for me. Reading's not hard for me. I know how to read. But finding that time, because where I am right now in my life, we just, you know, at the end of last quarter, closed the medical practice. I'm still working on locking down and finishing up a lot of the paperwork associated with that. That's time consuming. And then I have my business I'm building and then I'm helping Rob with the mastermind and the podcast. So there's a lot on my plate, not to mention a husband, a child and whatever. So reading doesn't really fit in this little schedule for me very well. So I was talking back and forth with Lori and I said, you know what? I had this idea that I dropped Sophia off at 8.30 in the morning And then my yoga class, I walk into yoga at 9.15. I have a 45-minute pocket where I can actually read a book and not scroll Facebook and go into the scroll hole of Instagram. Like that would be good. So I was like, how great would yoga be? And how great would that set my day if I took that 45 minutes and actually put amazing things in my brain instead of you know whatever anyone's bitching about on social media? And I committed to it. So now I park my car in the basement of this parking deck at my yoga studio. So my phone actually can't even reach the antenna. So I don't have an option. And I feel a little panicked about it most of the time, if I'm honest, but you know, it's I, I can't do it. So I've been reading Giselle's book and that's where I'm at right now. And so the reason I'm telling you this long story is because that's what we're talking about today, these inner voices. And I got uh, this kind of concept out of her book. She Made a reference to your two different inner voices, and that's you know where we're going to start today. So, like I said, some people may have more voices, but let's just talk about the the two that we all have. We have two that are really distinct. We have one that's our less evolved self, right? So, when we have a question, you can, if you say you know what should I do today in your head, you answer that question. You can't help but answer your own question. Like you don't just stand there blank, right? So you have your less evolved self, and this is the one that often is negative, has a lot of doubt, and doesn't want you to take that leap. You know, It's making you fearful. And then you have your higher self. And this is the the voice that's actually your intuition. It's your gut instinct. It's where people really go for the answer, but we're kind of scared to listen to it because the other one talks you out of it, right? So you have this, I'm fat, you're doing great, keep going you know you're not enough everything you have is everything you need is within you now like you have these two voices that go back and forth and up until Giselle said this in that book, I kind of thought that was one voice that was kind of just having a bad day. you know what I mean I didn't think the, I didn't think of these voices as two separate voices, and I was like, okay, well I'm going to close the book right there because I learned something. I went into yoga and I practiced it. And I practiced listening to these voices and determining you know, which one is which, kind of differentiating them. So that way I could see who I was listening to. And what was fascinating to me is we'd go into some hard as shit yoga posture and I would have one little voice that would say, oh my God, this sucks. Why don't we just go in child's pose? And I was like, no. And then I'd have the other little voice that was like, you've got this, push through this. If you can push through this, you'd push through anything. I was like, Mother of Pearl, there are two voices and they're not the same person <laughs> and, or the same voice. I'm hoping that this makes sense and it's not. you're not about to lock me up.
0: No, it actually makes perfect sense. And, and sort of as you're describing it, the way that I'm thinking about this is I'm thinking of it in, in two parts and I don't know if I'm doing this right or not, but there's sort of like a higher self and a lower self. So Lori, Lori had mentioned something to me We were talking about, I I, I guess we were talking about the mastermind. And, you know, I was telling her there's a lot of people that are, you know, sort of new to the world of personal development, but, you know, are super successful, need some time off, they want to blow off some steam, but they haven't been in an environment like this. And she said, well, you know, a lot of those people, um, their higher self is calling them to be in a group like this, but their lower self hasn't done the work yet to be evolved to get sort of rid of the, you know, the negative self talk and those voices in their head. And so when I hear this, I can think of, you know, I, I can put, I can place myself in these in these circumstances where my higher self, to use the example of yoga, my higher self knows what I want to do, how I want to show up, how I want to push myself to get the results, etc. But my lower self is going, "Can we just do child's pose? Can we just yeah. lie down?" Yeah. And so the battle between those voices, I think, is what you're talking yeah,
1: about. Yeah, it is. And but it's not just the battle between them because before I thought this was one voice. So now that I've differentiated, and I know that there's two, right? So you get the angel on one side and the devil on the other. Let's just go with that. What Giselle had um, taught me is she said, when you hear the one voice, okay? When you hear what they're telling you to do, are your muscles tensing up? Does it make you feel better about yourself or worse? Do your shoulders stiffen? Does your stomach get a pit in it? When that voice speaks, what are you feeling? And really become attuned to this, right? And then, when the other voice speaks, do the same thing. This one really got me because I struggle to go to bed because my head is always, you know, got so many things in it that are chattering around. And she said, When you're going to bed at night, is if you listen to voice A, let's call it, is that voice going to keep you up at night? Is it going to keep telling you you suck and you're not worth it and you're going to fail and oh my God, the sky is falling? you got to get up you got to write this list you got to do this you got to do that what the hell are you doing or is your voice going to allow you to be at peace and allow you to rest and allow you to know that you did the best you could that day so which voice are you choosing to listen to and you know the second part that we're going to talk about today is how these voices affect us and you know you have a choice on the voice you listen to and so i go back to yoga you know because that's what i have in my life but for me, that's the best place to practice listening to these voices. And for you, it may be something different. It could be, you know when you're like you do cardio and you're at like minute six and you're doing, let's call it 30 minutes and you're like, I have 22 minutes left. And then, I,
0: I just did that. Okay, good. That's exactly what I said. And I think it was at minute eight. Yeah.
1: And then you got the little voice in there that is going, you don't need cardio. I mean... Does it really? So many studies. Does it really even even work? Anything? Okay, I did that. I did that one too. Uh huh. And then you get the other one going. Yeah, but do you do you feel your belly jiggle? You need this shit.
0: (laughs) I had the belly jiggle.
1: And And they all are fighting back and forth. And so the best way I think is to practice listening. In benign situations like that. You know what the
0: best part is? The what? best part is that the the voice that comes on when I'm done with it says, you did such a great job. Cardio is so good for you. It's so healthy. You did such an amazing job.
1: Yeah, and then the other one I'm like,
0: is, where were you 20 minutes ago?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, but you get to practice listening to those voices, right? You get to practice, which one are you going with? So for I'm, me- I'm
0: basically Sybil.
1: You're basically Sybil. So when you go, when for me, when I'm in yoga and like I did it again today- we were doing something that I was just it 's not in my my current practice, and it 's really hard for me and I just wanted I was like, this is my third day, so I have the I have the voice that makes all the excuses. this is your third day straight in yoga. Why did you book a class today? You should just go on child's post don 't push yourself this is this is silly. why are you doing this? you know blah 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 and I was like no i am i'm going to do this and I heard the other voice that was just really a whisper and it was like you've got this and i was like shut up horrible voice go away and i'm going to bring forward the good voice and i went forward and i did whatever it is whatever pose i was going to do and then i felt you know like that good voice was there more so i just think you have a choice of which one you're going to listen to and sometimes you have to tell that other one that bad one the one that makes you feel like you're uh, you know you're a loser to shut the fuck up. And that you're gonna be more focused on that other voice. Even if it starts as a whisper, that whisper will get louder and louder and louder the the more you focus on it. Kind of like you.
0: That's really, (laughs) really um, encouraging. The other thing is a little NLP trick that just popped in my mind, probably one of the voices told me, (laughs) that is that when you have a negative voice, I don't know if this is gonna work for you or anybody listening, but it does work for me sometimes. And it works for me at night. If you can imagine like a, a a dial let's say like uh let's say that you had a a stereo uh system set up in your in your home and you had a dial where you can go from 0 to 10 in volume. So let's say that the voice is talking to you at night while you are sleeping. And listen to the voice and assign it a volume of let's say 5. And then click it down to 4 and listen to it get lower and then to 3 and then to 2 and then to 1 and then go to zero, and it is a weird NLP trick that will actually lower the volume and could make the crazy stop if you have something that's incessant. But this is for people that are about to be locked up. So no, I, no, 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 I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. I'm just saying that that's, that's a, that's a uh, well,
1: good, it. then I'm using it tonight. Try it. I, Try I, I'm it. I'm will. telling it works. I will. I mean, you're, you're sleeping before you even put your head on a pillow for me. Listen,
0: I- you say that like it's a badge of honor. From what I understand, I'm very <laughs> sick. I have, <laughs> I have a lot of problems. Oh Any, no, Here listen, drama. here's what they say. they say. They say, they say, I sound like Woody Allen, but they say like, if you have, if you fall asleep while you're watching TV, you're sleep depressed deprived and you have a problem. If you take like two minutes to go to sleep, you're sleep deprived. I think there's something wrong with me because I, I, I think I sleep too much. You know, you've been looking for an affliction. No, you, I, think I, I think I have an you affliction. You think
1: you found it. So, you know, moving on, your thoughts create the world that you live in, right? So think about that. We, people talk about this quite often. When you're having a crappy day, and you wake up and maybe you have some bad thoughts. Maybe you're stressed about the day ahead and you know you drop your coffee on yourself and then you go down to the car, but you forgot your keys. And then you get in the car and you get a flat tire and all of that, right? That That attraction that's happening. So the more you listen to that negative voice, the more that negative voice is going to be controlling the environment that you live in and what you're actually attracting. So- you know, we want to give you that was a great tip on how to turn down that voice. And we want to give you more ways to change the voice that you follow, right?
0: Let's have it. What do you got?
1: All right. So for me, what here's what I do. Okay. I have two things that I do when I hear something that I just said to myself. Okay. So like we're talking about voices in your head. Okay. So I know this is probably wackadoodle for some of you, but we all have them. Sometimes I hear these inner thoughts that come up that are negative, that are hurtful to me. I mean, I'm like literally hurting myself with these negative thoughts. I'm stopping and I'm saying, okay, if my best friend was to say this to me, would I wanna be friends with this person? Mm. And if the answer is no, then that's the bad voice. That's the one you shouldn't be following, okay? Because your best friend wouldn't treat you like that. Your best friend wouldn't say these things to you. And you are, you know, the longest relationship you're gonna have in this world is with yourself.
0: Isn't it crazy how we beat ourselves up? And we, we, like we wouldn't even speak to our, 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 we wouldn't even speak to acquaintances that way. No,
1: but we speak to ourselves that way. And we do it unintentionally. These These little things just pop up. So, you know, I'll challenge you to think about that and then possibly write that down, like whatever it is. So you know, okay, well, if this voice keeps popping up saying, that you're not this enough, or you're doing that too much, or whatever it is, maybe that's an area you want to focus on, overcoming, or where does that come from, or you know just working through whatever that is, so that voice can go away and and stop interrupting you and the second thing that I do is, and this is like this is a great interrupter if i let's say I say to myself, "Oh my God, you look so fat today, okay, because I'm a girl, and that shit happens. I mean, I'm sure guys do it too. That shit happens. I've now started to say, what if I heard Sophia say this to herself Mm, out
0: loud? That's so good.
1: What would my advice to be? I would tell her never, ever, ever, you know, talk to yourself that way. Like today when she was getting ready for school, she's having, you know, she likes fashion. She likes, you know, cute outfits and whatever and she'll put on something she'll love it and then she'll come home and say so and so didn't like my shirt today and i'm like go oh, fuck them that's not what i say to her but
0: and i was going to say is that do you want to do you want Is that
1: parenting advice? Do you no. want do you want
0: do you want to publish your findings in the Journal of American <laughs> Medical Association because that was really good. It was a short book, but it was good.
1: I was like, "You know what, Sophia, All that matters is what you like and how it makes you feel. And so I was having this conversation with her today because she's going, well, maybe I don't like my clothes and maybe they're not cute enough. And I'm like, you're four years old. How is this happening right now? But I don't know if you heard on her way to school today, I said, Sophia, do you love your shirt? She said, yes. I said, then what happens if a friend at school says, Sophia, I don't like your shirt?
0: And she said, that's okay because I like it.
1: Right. And so this is is how you train yourself. So if you're a mom or dad, Think about whatever you're saying to yourself. Think about hearing your child say that out loud to themselves in a mirror, and you can see how destructive what your internal voice is saying. And it'll, I think sometimes knowledge is power, right?
0: I would also add to this, and I don't know if you're gonna agree with this or not, but I would also add to this, does that voice give you energy or take energy away from you? And I would argue that if in some way, even if the voice is like, get off your ass, that could be giving you energy. Yeah. But if the voice is no your ass looks fat in those jeans, then that's not giving you energy, yeah. right? So I would look and go, is this giving me energy because I think we have an internal guidance system that that is sort of trying to guide us mm-hmm. if we would just listen.
1: Yes, I 100% agree and you know don't confuse, you know, the the inner voice sometimes your gut instinct is that you need to get off your ass and do something. But it would be done with love and kindness and not in you know tearing you down so that's what i mean about the positive and negative of that inner voice yes your your gut your good angel inner voice may have to say to you Rob Murgatroyd, get off your ass and make shit happen, but it's going to do it in a positive and healthy way that's going to motivate you and give you and spark joy, Marie Kondo.
0: Yeah, I'll leave you with this. It, it, it was basically like the text that you sent me this morning. You're my see I have, I have one more <laughs> voice. My voice is Kimberly. and the voice I got was: yeah, The voice of the wife. She sent two words. if you count the period, three.
1: <laughs> it should have been an exclamation.:
0: No wine tonight. Okay, yeah. that, was the, that was the text I had. And, that and, was, and, and, I'm and listen, by the way, that was at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> listen, I'm learning about wine. So I'm all excited about, you know, a 2012- uh, Lef- Bordeaux. A 2012 Bordeaux. And uh, I'm learning about the different producers and vintages, so I get excited. So, And
1: I'm also learning about trying to get in the best shape as I can before we go and, and knock not, out four months and not, in Europe.
0: <laughs> and not do yoga with a hangover. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. The multiple voices in your head, how to squash them, how to listen to them and how to, I don't have anything else to say. So there you go. Your voice is going to help you out with that? I felt like that wrap up needed three, but I only had two. So I'm going to go with two. On that note, Kimberly, (laughs) if you have nothing else to say, say goodbye to everybody.
1: Hold on. Let me check with the voices. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Hello? It's... It's It's... me you're looking for. (laughs) Uh
0: Oh, Lionel, Lionel. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game